are you now, are now listening, listening to, to The War Report, Wednesday night, War Room, with your host, C-Dope. It's your boy, Caesar Walker. Well, I got my boys with me. Mike, Mike. G. G. Get your weight up, strength and conditioning, development. Ike Jones. Stop thinking with your emotions and watch the tape. And be real. Which is not normal for me. It's taking something out of me. Are you ready? Because we are now locked and loaded for the Wednesday Night War Room. Let's go! All right. Auburn Crane kicked Bama up and down the court last night to the tune of 81 to 77. And I am here for all of it. The Crane kick. Yeah, man. Yeah, I en- I enjoyed it. It felt good. I know they enjoyed themselves. And shout out to Auburn Twitter. Unstoppable. Unstoppable. They unstoppable. Undefeated. Under they may be undefeated. Uh this is this is just it was a thing of beauty just watching them troll Alabama's Twitter uh as they posted the results of the game. It, the, the memes <laughs> was waiting. Like you I, knew they <laughs> Bama Twitter knew it was coming. Here's the problem. You know Bama Twitter is probably some, like, 22-year-old, right? But he or she's on Twitter enough to know, all right, I know I need to post this score, but I know it's going to be terrible when I post this score. Uh, do I want to do this? I promise you they had that prepped and ready to go for, like, at least five minutes before they hit. Yeah. They knew it. They knew it was coming. But what you going to do? Not post it? Then you're running from it. Now you look scared. No, I just post the score. It was amazing, man. I'm so proud. Yeah. I'm so proud. Yeah, man. Listen, let's. the, the fans have voted... It was it was a it was almost a, just a runaway. Um, yeah. yeah, pretty obvious who this player of the game was. But you know we got to do we got to do the formalities. Jabari Smith, twenty five points, seven boards, an assist, two steals, and four big blocks in thirty four minutes. Played a lot this game. We needed every minute of his contribution in this game. Yeah. Really? Uh, he showed up, guys. He he. Yeah. I think this was this yeah. was a season high. Yeah. And the talks of him being a top three pick, top five pick, maybe number one pick. He looked like it in this game. Um, it, yeah. it came full. It came full center. I your thoughts about his big game, man? Listen, um, you know if you guys. Uh, aren't following what I'm doing with prize picks. I did actually predict that he would probably have a big game this game because I was yeah. like, listen, this one of his this one that's the first rivalry matchup on the road. I think Jabari is going to show up big. I predicted that before the game. Uh, he looked good from the very beginning, man. Yeah, like yeah. he was confident. Um, man, I, you know, I think the thing that I loved the most about Jabari's game uh, last night was what he did defensively. Um, yeah. He was he really showed up defensively throughout the entirety of the game. And it we needed that with Walker Kessler getting into foul trouble, which we'll talk about that yes. in the, the foul trouble situation. But uh Jabari man, uh literally in every facet, right? Like ISO stuff, he was giving them buckets. Transition, giving them buckets. Uh, spotting up in the corner, giving them buckets. Like he just, you know, driving to the lane, giving them buckets. Like it was just, he was just doing work. And then again, defensively, um, he was giving whoever he was on trouble. Uh, he had the two hand block at the rim that was amazing. That he he took that he took it off the backboard, two hands, and then went the length of the floor 
uh, yeah. with a little lefty finish. Uh, so, look, man, complete game from him. And big players showing up in big moments is what you expect to see out of a guy who's been as highly touted as he is. And he 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 was he's worth every bit of it. Worth every mm. bit of it. Mm. Uh, thoughts, B, Mike? Uh, listen, it was it was impressive. Um, on the road, uh, Bruce Pearl admitted that we were a little fa- we may have been a little fatigued going into that one. So, you know, he did what good coaches do, and he managed the uh, practices in between. I think they backed off a little bit, give those guys a little bit more rest. Um, I think it showed up in a hard fought game in the fourth quarter. And Auburn is deep. This team is deep. Yeah. Um, you don't get a break. Uh, I thought that Dylan Cardwell stepped in well for Walker Kessler. Um, he had some huge putbacks yeah. in that game, uh, just kind of dominating around the rim. Uh, it wasn't like a totally clean game for him, but like, you know, I, I liked what I like. I liked the energy that he brought when he got in the game. And um, what can you, what can, what can be said that hasn't been said already about Jabari Smith? Uh, earlier this season, we did a presser with Bruce Pearl, and he talked about how Jabari Smith is just not scared of the moment. Yeah. Right? He hit a corner three, a huge corner three. Yeah. Um, you know, just big-time shots. He's just not afraid. To, he's got ice in his veins, man. It's insane. Uh, so get finding a generational talent, you know, and then and pairing that with a generational coach is a championship mixture, man. Wow. I was, I was, I've, I've been really impressed with how Bruce Pearl has managed this team. Every week, it seems like there's somebody who steps up and fills in. Right. But let's be clear Wendell Green and Jabari Smith carried this team offensively in this actual. Yeah, for sure. for sure. Right. Yeah. They carried this team offensively. It, it was, it was fun to watch. And there's something to be said about winning, you know, facing a little bit of adversity and winning. Because come tourney time, that's going to pay dividends. The team that blows everybody out all season and it gets to the tourney usually gets wrecked by the yeah. Sweet 16. Because right? they don't know how to handle those moments. Yeah, right. this team yeah. is winning. Every, they, I, I'm not sure what type of game they haven't won yet. Right? So they've won dominating games from start to finish. They've won games where they've started slow and had to come from behind. Right? They won games where, you know, they played pretty good all the way through and just had to hold on for dear life on the road. I mean, uh, technically, the only game we lost was a neutral core game. We're undefeated at home and on the road. Man, this regulation made of winners, man. I'm just, Yeah, wow. we're undefeated in regulation, too. That's a good yeah. point, B. Yeah. yeah. Wow. It takes Great overtime team. to beat this team so far. That's so it. Far. Yeah, you need more time. That's what beats us. <laughs> so, <laughs> I like it. that. B. Mm-hmm. What is it? How, how does it feel to know that one of the best players in college basketball, you, you don't even need 25 points every night, but when you need it, he's ready to deliver. He's on time with. Like, how does it feel to have that luxury with this team? It, it feels like a luxury. And I'm, I'm going to make a comparison to football because honestly, I was very tentative. Back in 2010, watching Cam, because I was like, oh man, it's, are we going to lose this? Every time I look back at that season, I go, I should have enjoyed that more. I should have been nervous going into games. I should have felt like we're feeling right now, knowing that we got the coach in Bruce Pearl. We have several players who are excellent in their roles. And then we've got 
the ultimate ace. And Jabari Smith, 6'10", just put him on the corner. Let him, let him post somebody up. Or he can just stand in the corner while Wendell Green's doing his thing, or while him and Walker Kessler, if the refs let him stay on the court, right. while Green and Walker Kessler running their pick and rolls, it's cool. You're going to overcommit somebody. Hit him in the corner for a three. We've been moving the ball. I the the confidence, man. I I, I wish I. Well, you can basketball is more fickle than football. It is basketball is more fickle. Somebody can have enough of an off game while somebody else is in foul trouble, and you can get got. What you hope is that by the time you hit the tourney, full cylinders, we're not just going to have these blind off games. And in our twenty nineteen run, was that twenty nineteen? So 2019, I had no idea that we were going to be that good every game. I remember thinking, man, Chuma went down. That's it. That's it, man. We're done. And they kept winning. They beat better teams after they lost arguably their best player. It's what Bruce does to these guys. And this time, I'm not taking it for granted. I'm going into games expecting us to win expecting some wild circumstances to be the only reason we have a chance at losing. And the refs will provide some wild circumstances. They'll make sure to do that. But mm-hmm. it's an amazing feeling knowing not only do you have the coach, but you got the dudes. We've got the dudes. Now, we have not played any other teams who have the dudes yet. And that is the biggest issue. That is the biggest concern for me going forward is how do we defend when we play against a team that has a dude as well. Jabari may be the best prospect, but he is not the only outstanding college player right now that has pro aspirations. Now, I'm not saying we see those guys in conference. Attorney time. We'll see a couple more of them. And I, I am tentatively very excited for that matchup, but... It feels good, man. I'm I'm enjoying this. I'm not I'm not gonna wait until we hit the Sweet 16 to get excited. Mm-hmm. Like I'm excited every time we hit the court now, and that's a good feeling. Who? What school has a dude? Dude yeah, got I a was, couple dudes. They yeah, just lost, yeah. but they got a couple. Yeah, dudes. Yeah, I was gonna say like Jabari might be the dude this year. I mean, I'm trying to think of a single other player, and I've been following college Baylor and Gonzaga both have dudes. Like, yeah, and I'm just like, are they are they that this this good? Well, so the prop, the difference is like Jabari is not the only dude on right. our team. For those right. other teams, it's like yeah. a really, really good player and a lot of complimentary pieces and mm-hmm. some very some good pieces. But I'm not trying to say everybody else is trash on their squads. But like it's clear that they have a dude. We've got mm-hmm. a dude and then a couple of other dudes. Yeah, right. You know, what I'm saying? like difference. it's not it's it doesn't mm-hmm. stop at Jabari because again, Jabari scored ten points the other night. Yeah, he can have off night. Yeah. yeah, he can yeah. have off night. And we, we, just we win. win easily. So it's yeah. not like he has an off night and we we struggle. So let me go right. run through some Super Chats real quick. <laughs> Brian says, Patron for a patron. I guess Mike doesn't want to share his Blantons. I don't blame Hell you, Mike. Hell no. That shit is $130 a bottle here. <laughs> You're going to have to be my best friend to share some of that. <laughs> Are we number one in the next ranking? Baylor lost... And a two and three got postponed, if I'm not mistaken. I don't understand these NET rankings. They, we didn't move in the NET after that win. So th- does that mean that that... just means they don't respect Bama. Bama, right? <laughs> yeah, that's what they got. Right. That's what that has to mean. Yeah. Uh, I didn't really understand it, but whatever. Um, you know, at the end of the day, I think that they raised some eyebrows 
And it would be hard not to give this team. I would be surprised. They should be getting number one votes in the next poll if we don't lose between now and then. I would yeah. be yeah, shocked. No, if, 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 we, if we beat Ole Miss this weekend, top two for sure. I just can't yeah. see us them not saying we're not one of the best two teams in the country. Let me ask you this. How tougher do these games get now that we are being propped up as as Oh, everybody's giving their best. You know what I'm saying? Oh, yeah. So yeah. how how much tougher did like cause Ole Miss has again has trap game written all over it. Mm-hmm. Um they've given some teams a hard time this year and it's it's just a perfect setup for them. So yeah, Auburn has to continue to win, but boy, these games get a lot more challenging. Yeah, that's why that's when you're happy you have one of the best coaches in the country. Right. Yeah. Right. Because he will know how to manage the weight of that expectation every three to four days. Right, because yeah. you are going to get everybody's best shot, and it's not like football where you get a whole week off between games, and you know it's you know a couple nights you're back on the road, you know, in a hostile environment, and every team wants to be the team that takes you out. Yeah, so that's it. Yeah. If you if you have championship aspirations, you want that smoke though, because you cannot get to the final four without doing it. Yeah, and twenty nineteen, we beat the three winningest programs in college basketball history in succession. Right. Yeah. Right. North Carolina got that smoke. Kansas, Kansas got that smoke. Kentucky. Kentucky got that smoke. Right. And Virginia got that smoke too. But <laughs> you know the double dribble. The, the, the most interesting part of this to me will be hearing you know the things that Bruce Pearl says and. You know, how he manages this team's mentality from night to night, right? Um, right. He seems to have everybody ready. Again, uh, we were in our private chat during the game. I was like, what happened? Where did KD Johnson go during this game? Now, he made his presence felt, but, you know, uh, he made some big shots. He made a couple of big shots, but for the most part, you know, he did not have a scoring impact on this game. And he, I think one for five from three. Yeah, he had, he had, he, yeah, I must say he had a decent scoring game. He, he had thirteen. Yeah, yeah, that's 13. what I'm saying. Yeah, oh, he, yeah, yeah. See, yeah, it, felt, had, felt it, like it was a, it was a, it was a quiet thirteen. But again, when you when you look at what Jabari's doing, like no one's doing that outside no. of what Wendell was doing. So yeah, it just felt to me like he was having a tough night, like a real tough night, you know. And so having you know Kessler get in foul trouble, you know, I I hate doing this, but I'm gonna do it. The refs tried their hardest us in that game yo what's up this your man ike jones with the war report and you've been listening to the war report wednesday night war room if you want to get in on the conversation early catch us as we broadcast this show live on wednesday nights at 9 p.m eastern 8 p.m central on youtube make sure you check out our other content while you're there facts and all the weekend tailgate our player interview series build a rapport are going strong all right enough of that let's get back to the show Let's talk. Let's reintroduce and keep and keep it consistent with our other other live show. Let's talk tools of the game. Let's talk tools of the game. And for me, my, my tool to this game is clutch free throw shooting. Mm, talk about it in mm. the final moments. Yeah, uh, with the game tied up, Allen Flanagan. I mean, these, it's not like he'd been in a rhythm hitting free throws throughout the game. These were his first. Free throws of yeah. the game, yeah. ice cold four for four. The reason yeah. why that's so significant is that for the game, Auburn was shooting sixty three percent. We were shooting bad. We were Jabari we were not missed, doing well. Jabari missed two big ones. He was six to ten. He was right six to ten. Right before that, 
two in a row yeah. at the end K- of the game. KD, he missed. KD was trash from the line for the most part. He went to the line yeah. a lot, but he he missed a couple of big. Well, I ain't gonna say he was trash. He missed a couple of big ones. KD's not a great free throw shooter, surprisingly. Yeah, yeah. Right. It, it was a rough night. And Bama shot out of their mind from the free throw line. Like, like they don't eighty-seven percent. They are like a on the the season. They're in the mid seventies, and they were close to ninety percent last night. I was like, mm. when, when did this free throw shooting team arrive? Like, right. Right. Mm-hmm. So, so for me, uh, and again, uh, like one of the things that B mentioned is we hope that we don't, that doesn't become something that bites us down the road when we need efficient free throw shooting and it, and it lets us down. Right. right. Uh, last night, that was not the case. And, and big ups to Flanagan for coming through and hitting those big time clutch free throw shots. Yeah, man. Be will what do you got a tool to the game? What what was something you saw that stuck out to you? My tool to the game was the three point shot and how terrible it was for Alabama. Yeah, they that's it. They live and die by it, man. And they, I've said it before, even them, and they were not hitting them for the most part. They went on a little run where they started hitting a couple, and then God bless the kid, whoever it was in the corner, had a chance at another man. one and completely froze still, up. I still don't understand how he doesn't pull the trigger he, on that. I, I think it looked to me like he might have caught the ball funny. Like, you know what, bro? It wasn't so it's been a clean basketball, catch. Basketball, dog. It's basketball. Wendell Green, <laughs> Green is all of 5'7", right? 5'6". He caught the ball in the corner in the first half. Second half. It was the second half because it was going the opposite direction. He caught the ball in the second half in the corner, took a second, waited for the closeout to arrive, yeah. and then still <laughs> shot a three over the top mm. of a closeout. If you you you, you just gotta got have the ball to take the don't. shot, bro. You got mm-hmm. it or you yeah. don't, man. The closeout's coming. Who cares? Uh, you block it. That's 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 yeah. tough. Block yeah. it. And, and, I was gonna say and the, sh- the shot that led to what will be an amazing meme for the rest of the season. Uh, where where he's 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 dusting himself off and then he looks into the camera. That shot, I'm thinking. No, if y'all believe that man is five ten, I don't know what to tell you. He no, is not. Jared Harper. He's not was five, five seven. He is taller than Jared Harper. I give him five nine, but he's not five six. Yeah. Anyway, yeah, I was like, no, don't shoot that. Ooh, yeah. You know that yeah. that happened a lot with Green last night. Like he's different. Yeah, he's he just, he's he's different. He's a dude. He's really different. I do. Uh, let me let me run through some super chats real quick. James Stallings, hey guys, love the show. Can you smell it? Top team in yeah, the close. country. I can't close. It's faint, but I smell it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Corey, Corey Weber, knowing what we know, who would start at the four? This is a if really good th- question. Ooh. I saw it when he posted this. This is a really good question. Oh, wow. Jabari. Jabari, hands down. Yeah, I would put those other guys at the three if I had the choice yeah. to, right? Yeah. And I would let yeah. Jabari, just because of size, Jabari, right. you know, he's legit 6'10". Um, so you put him at the four and you put one of those other guys at the three. Could you o- imagine? Okora was a good shooter as well, too. I mean, Okora o- hit some big-time threes. Okora was bump. a streaky shooter. He's not he's, a good He was a shooter. timely shooter. Yeah. But can you imagine a lineup that included, like, a two-guard of... Okoro, a three of Chuma and a four of Jabari. Because listen, if they if they all stay to their senior season, which is wild to think about, and you had Sharif Cooper <laughs> running had the Sharif. point, <laughs> well then we wouldn't have Wendell Green and running the point. I yeah, understand I that, know, but I'm, I'm just saying. I, I I I'm I'm a Wendell over. Oh, 
Listen, is it, Wendell, Wendell is coming off the bench, though. It's not you. you yeah, actually, you, you, you so got like, Wendell coming off the off the. That's, that's you lose, mind you lose games. some defense. That's but mind yeah. games. That's yeah. mind games. Bro. That's, that's dream team is what it is. That's crazy. Mm. It is crazy. Like uh, I don't know, man. But yeah, Jabari, Jabari's that guy at the four, man. He's on uh, Jabari's game is just how do you defend that? That's why I would have defending. to put them at the like that's you the ha- biggest eye. That's, he's that's defending. The, that's the hard thing about it, right? Like, if you put somebody tall enough on him that can bother him on the face-up, they're usually not quick enough to stay with him off the dribble. Right. Right. right? If they're quick enough right. to stay with him off the dribble, he could just face him up and shoot over the top whenever he wants to. He's got the face-up game, and he's got that little turnaround that, you know, he'll he'll get you into about 10, you know, 8 feet and just hit a turnaround. Like, it's just— His game is so smooth. He can man. get buckets whenever he wants to. You have to get the ball out of his hand. You have to. Yeah, uh, Ike, talk to me, man. Do you 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 had a tool to the game? Um, I think for me, it's going to be just the 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 intensity that the bench gave us. Like we needed the bench. You know, we already talked about specifically how Walker Kessler was taken out of this game. I actually was surprised that we didn't give very many minutes. I thought uh, we were going to see stretch a little bit in this game with Kessler mm. playing so few minutes. Um, mm-hmm. But the the bench, the intensity that they came with off of the bench was, you know, Wendell Green, of course, he doesn't feel like a player that comes off the bench because of the kind of minutes he gives you. Uh, but him coming off the bench, Cardwell coming off of the bench, um, you know, Jalen Williams coming off of the bench, like all of them gave quality. Flanagan started this game, which has not been typical. This is the first game I think he started all season, um, but typically he's coming off of the bench. But the bench intensity, I think, is what separates this team from everybody else you know one through five there are a lot of teams who can play with this one through ten i can't think of very many right and so the bench was really crucial for me in this game just in stemming um whatever kind of momentum alabama tried to bring we had a remedy for it yeah yeah mike uh brian said how bad uh Bama shot the three. For me, it was perimeter defense. I think we had a lot to do with why they shot so bad from three. Yeah, right? They talked like, about that a lot on the pro- broadcast. Yeah. Like we were just staying attached. We was like, all right, you can drive. Yeah, That's fine. They, yeah, they, were, they were running them off the three-point line. And the threes that they hit, they did hit. Look how deep they had to pull up. I mean, Shackelford pulled up from pretty deep on a couple. But, mm-hmm. you know, those aren't super high percentage shots he was taking. And then they just kept doing it. And, you know, Isaac has talked about how they're kind of a streak shooting team. So when you, it sucks when you go cold. Yeah. Right. right. And I'll tell you, um, our 2019 team was one of the best shooting teams I've seen. I mean, they would give up wide open layups to shoot threes. And it's just tough for you when you go cold and you live. I mean, what was their stat? It was like six for 33 or something from three. Bama. Uh, um, I, don't know I got it right it here. Was, it was low. Let me look at it. It was really low. Per, I mean, it was, it was seven of thirty-one. Seven of thirty-one. Wow. Like, I mean, two more of those shots potentially wins you the game. Mm-hmm. I mean, it was a tough game, and uh, they definitely died by the three there. I, I thought. So you know, I thought that Auburn gave up exactly what they wanted to give up in that game and then it worked and we had the horses down the stretch and they just did not. So, you know, if Walker or if Walker Kessler doesn't get in foul trouble, if they don't call the game like they called it. I think we beat them by 15. Um, but the way the game was called, like I just, I, I thought that it took us out of rhythm at key points because the game started to get away from Bama there. 
for a second. We went yeah, over. Yeah, they were 10 down points. by like fourteen. Yeah, yeah, right. Yeah, and just the way the game was called, I thought it was very favorable to Bama to to, uh, to get them back in it and keep them in it. And um, how many? I don't know how many uh, uh, minutes did Kessler finish with? I mean, it felt. Yeah, yeah, I mean, it was very felt like nothing. Yeah, yeah, man. I just I, he's a he, difference he, maker around the he rim. He did not have a good game though. Overall, he did not. Yeah. He did yeah. not. So I don't know. He uh, got he got he got posterized. I mean, he just did not have a great. I mean, he he that was, was nasty. He, I mean, because he was in foul trouble, his it, defense his defense took a hit. He couldn't be as aggressive, and so it, it well, that was actually the problem. The though the he year. was he was being too aggressive defensively and trying to get shot blocks and it's like he he it's almost as if the last two games he came in saying oh yeah i'm this you know defensive eraser i'm gonna block everything that and it's like you did this well the first however many games of the season without getting in foul trouble because you were using good timing and you weren't leaving your feet too quickly right and right. he was—he's just too a little too anxious to come on the shot block sometimes, especially when he's in—he's in the one-on-one defensive situation. Right now, people aren't going to just try to go straight up over the top of you. They realize you're a really good shot blocker. You've got to figure out how to do that without fouling. Even though some of the times he got called for fouls, they weren't real fouls, no, right? Like it's just—it's crap. Right. Like when he—I right. ain't gonna lie—when he got dunked on, he didn't even touch the dude. Right? He literally like, didn't touch him. Yeah. Yeah, it was a ghost foul. College refs, man. On, be, being for real here, this was one of the reasons I college basketball was one of my least favorite sports. It's it's the weirdest thing. If you watch pro ball, they refs attempt to get the call right. They try college ball. It's this weird thing where like, ah, oh, you look like you might have been too close foul. Like that's not what you're calling. You're not calling proximity here. You're supposed mm. to be calling contact. But it it doesn't have to make contact. It's it's the mm. weirdest thing that college refs and they all do it 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 depends on who's at home that night it depends on who's got the momentum it's like they're waiting for a team to make a push so they can call fouls on the team that's that's ahead i I have no idea why it's like that but it's really hard to watch when it's against your team yeah Yeah, it was really bad somebody mentioned this in the comments i did went by so quickly. Um, I do 100% need Zeb Jasper to figure out how to dribble without pushing off with his off arm. Like he's got like he's gotten back to back. He didn't have a good he, game either. Yeah, but he, he just he, he can't he's too good a defensive player to give up like cheap offensive files like that that take him out of rotation. Um, so he needs to figure that out.